Hello? Blog Talk Hello. Radio. Oh, well. It's time for the Hadit.com Radio Show. Hadit.com Radio is an in-depth look at all things VA. If you need help with the VA, log on to Hadit.com. Now, here's your host, Gerald Cook. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, on this uh, uh, second day of August. My land's where this time going. 2018, and uh, today we're here with our co-host, Jay Basser, and uh, our special guest is John Rossi, and we're, we're going to discuss this Blue Water Navy a bill that's uh, coming up to the Senate now, and I just got some new information on it today. Uh, it sounds like the BA is going to fight it, and uh, some of the senators uh, may may be going to fight it. Uh, I don't know. I, uh, Wyatt mentioned there was a few senators against it, so it might have a tough time getting through the Senate. Uh, John, what do you think about that? Well, it's going to have a tough time getting through the Senate. I agree with you 100%. Uh, it's one of these things that you're just going to have to wait and see what happens. Um, the hearing they had uh, yesterday on it was uh, kind of sad because everything started from scratch again. Uh, it seemed like nobody had uh, taken any of the older arguments and, and decided whether they were right or not. They just uh, started with the same thing they've been saying, well, since 2008 or nine that... Uh, that science just isn't there, which doesn't really matter too much. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be a tough one. Well, it's Dr. Erickson. Erickson. He's a VA expert on post-deployment health issues. Uh, In my opinion... It'd be debatable whether he's an expert or not, from what I've seen the VA doing. But anyway, he's speaking up with the VA, and he's saying, uh, addressing the Blue Water Navy on this bill, and uh, he's saying there's not enough proof that uh, they have the ailments that can be associated to Agent Orange. So I don't know whether he'd done his research or uh, if he went to the uh, health to do his study. Uh, It's not the Department of Health. What's that outfit called? I always bad mouthing them. <coughs> but uh, well, they're, anyway. they're always reading from a script, and that script is uh, handed down from whatever policy says. It isn't handed down from the medical side, uh, or, or in all cases, the legal side. It's handed over from whether. Uh, whether policy says, hey, we we like to go with this one uh, for whatever reason, so say yes, or if we don't like this one, just say no. And uh, there's a lot of been, there's been a lot of saying just say no. Uh, and I also have to question whether or not uh, VA and expertise really get said in the same sentence, uh, because you don't need the expertise, you just need that statement of policy and uh, when you stick to it, you keep your job. That well, that's cynical. true. <laughs> it's uh, become a matter of policy to uh, 
you know, reject every possible thing they can. Uh, yeah. And uh, that's what they do. So, uh, this guy, of course, he's, you know, he's an expert for the VA, and uh, you know how he's going to go against it. And one thing he, uh, someone else here brought up, uh, uh, see, Rick Weidman uh, with the Vietnam Veterans of America, he testified, uh, golly, I got more information yeah. than I have computer screen. <laughs> but, uh, uh I can't help but feel that this bill's going to have a difficult time in the Senate because they're pulling these experts in now. And, uh, you know, you get the, uh, the new people, uh, new secretary even with the VA sounds like he's kind of, taking the, a back step on it and his assistant and they were bringing up the facts about the payment schedule how how that was going to affect a lot of veterans uh, they don't like the payment schedule uh, how they was going to do it and take everyone getting a VA loan having to pay some money up front to cover this bill. And they said there was 70 to 90,000 veterans that could be affected. So, uh, I don't know whether they've got, got it all put together or not. I thought when it went through the house, it was going to sail right on through. But it, Evidently not. No, evidently not. Um, one one of the things that uh, uh, was brought up, like you say, is uh, uh, the statement that uh, what they're doing is they're burdening a smaller number of veterans with the entire uh, paycheck for for paying off this uh, this new benefit. And uh, that's that's not a nice thing to do, I don't think. Um, besides the fact that they're having a veterans pay for a veteran bill, uh, you're taking a smaller population of the veterans and, and putting it all on them. Well, what they're saying now is that the... Uh, 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 it's Blue Water Navy bill after Veterans Affairs Committee uh, ne- negotiated uh, uh, the terms on it uh, with major veteran groups, organizations, a way to pay for it by raising user fees modestly on VA guaranteed home loans and uh, when Wilkie become uh, uh, VA secretary this past Monday by Wednesday there was no uh, trace of accommodating uh, of the accommodating tone on the Blue Water Navy VA uh, uh, Navy issue that uh, Sultan uh, had expressed months earlier. So, Lauren scorched the bill and its pay pl- for plan. Uh, it sounds like it's gone out in flames. Uh, they don't want to set a president. 
in other words, for future deals. And I could see their point there. And uh, to gain, uh, see that BA's list of 14 ailments linked to Agent Orange, uh, Eric Erickson told senators most of the ailments presumed to be caused by Agent Orange. Get back here. Were, were actually caused by old age. Yes, you're absolutely right. That's what he's he's saying. Well, how many years have they been fighting this, uh, John? Uh, since uh, Vietnam? Well, well yeah. some of us carried that their ailments along <laughs> a very long time. So it uh, it don't look good for the bill. In other words, we'll just have to see how it does when they put it up for vote to send it. If they do, they may just table it. I guess well, they do that. They they'll haggle over it for some some length of time. But uh, yeah, you're right. Well. The the problem you had with it uh, from our last talks is that uh, you don't want to set a precedent for uh, having veterans pay for veterans' bills, uh, and I think that's a that's a good uh, observation. Um, but the VA said that the president that the precedent they don't want to set is to uh, sponsor any benefits that are scientifically questionable. Uh, yeah. And I guess and I guess that argument depends on whether or not you uh happen to buy into the actual scientific evidence that's been laid on the table. But uh yeah, in both cases everybody's worried about uh, the setting the, the new precedent that that's going to cause trouble in the in the future. I suspect what they'll do, being they brought that up the way they have, is uh, on these 14 ailments, they'll probably request another IM uh, Institute of Medicine, that's the one I was trying to think of, to do a uh, research on this. Which to, uh, is, start, to start whittling down the number? I think so. Uh, I can see that it coming. That's what they did with uh, Project 112. Uh, Shad, uh, they, when they want to pull a stunt like that, they call in the Institute of Medicine. And uh, people, bear in mind, who do the Institute of Medicine work for? They work for uh, the BA. So uh, if they happen to do that, that's going to tell you a sad story. <laughs> well, the the chain of command isn't quite as uh, straightforward as that. They, uh, from my 10-plus years of uh, working with the IOM, which is now the Academy of Science of Medicine or whatever they call it, uh, they, they in fact, do work for the, for the VA. The VA gets to edit the stuff that they decide that they're going to report on, as, as I've seemed to understand from some of the stuff that we've been through. Um, but theoretically, uh, they're a, they're a uh, independent independent uh, organization, nonpartisan, and and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I think if they live within the city limits of Washington, you just don't be able to get by without the influence creeping in. Well, that's true, and uh, that more than likely will be a two-year study 
maybe three, and uh, they start eating up a poor veteran's time. And a lot of them's already run out of time, as we know. Right. So, uh, now, I'm wondering, uh, John mentioned this, or Jay Basser, that how many of these uh, uh, Blue Water Navy veterans have chloracne? See, that that can only be caused by uh, herbicide exposure. Yeah, that's that's the one signature uh, ailment that that uh, I think doesn't have any other any other cause. Uh, and we need to find some others, although they have uh, fourteen of them, but most of those can also be associated with uh, old age. Uh, well, with other with other. Uh, Oh, you know other causes, uh, but I th- I'm not sure old age as a singular cause is uh, is going to be a legitimate uh, finger to point at at that. Uh, I think I think medically well, it wouldn't be are... with me, uh, of course, but uh, uh, you know, uh, well, no, you. You pick up different ailments as you get old, but if you've had these ailments and complained about them for years, uh, they shouldn't be able to attribute uh, old age to it. Oh, uh, for sure. And now, if you just walked in off the street and you're 90 years old and said, you know, this or that, uh, they might be able to get away with and old age is the cause, but not when you've complained, you know, and a lot of veterans have been fighting. I know the Blue Water Navy veterans have, most of them, uh, trying to get something done. They have a lot of ailments that can be, like sugar diabetes, did did they ever associate heart uh, hypertension, uh, ischemic heart disease, uh, uh, different things like that? See, uh, uh, and then they have uh, I don't know what all the fourteen are offhand. I should as much as we talk about them, but. Uh, Uh, I've probably got a list of them laying here on the desk somewhere that uh, yeah, one pile of paper right. or other. Yeah, that's where I am. Uh, uh, I figure if I don't remember it, it don't need don't need to worry about it. But I'm getting where I forget a lot of things. <laughs> so my notes it keep getting de- deeper the note. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, deeper in the note pile. Uh, well, so, there are 14 ailments. Like I say, if you've been, a veteran's been working with the VA trying to get something done, uh, and with some of those ailments, I, I feel he's got a legitimate complaint. Uh, but uh, I don't know how it'll end up. I look for the research deal of the IOM. That'll be their time killer. Yeah, um, now a lot of the veterans, uh, as you know, filed the claims uh, 20 years ago even. Uh, True. Maybe, maybe longer than that. Uh, they weren't old men at the time. Uh, no, they weren't. Uh, that'd be my argument there. Uh, and I think it'd be a legitimate argument. Uh, yeah, it would be. It'd be one of the key ways around uh, what uh, Dr. Erickson said. Uh, but that's uh, that's that's not a that's not a new 
perspectives from the VA's point of view. I, they, they've been saying that for the last 11-plus uh, years regarding the things that are uh, that the Blue Water Navy is complaining about. Uh, uh, if you end up with some type of leukemia and uh, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and, and uh, maybe even diabetes, uh, if, if you didn't get it from the no. dioxin, where where did it come from? Uh, and and how soon life did it pop up? If you had two or three of these ailments, it should, you know, that's the answer the question. Uh, uh, I don't know what they'll require. They'll probably want you to have 15 of the 14. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, there are a few guys with that, too, I think. uh, Well, it could be. You know, it, it affects everyone differently. Uh, yeah, well, uh, you're not around too long. When you reach a certain age, your immune system drops off, and that's when things start popping up real bad. Right. Well, there's a fairly good, uh, strong medical scientific proof that there's the the problem of latency uh, with dioxin exposure that it just lays dormant uh, in fatty tissue and and just pops up someday uh, there's there's some good studies they've done with uh, prostate cancer and measuring yeah. the time from someone's service in Vietnam to when it prostate cancer showed up uh, and they've got it pinned down pretty well to something on the order of uh, 49 to 52 months or something like that from the time they were exposed. Um, it, it's it's definitely a, a pattern of uh, late of latency uh, in in showing up with some of these diseases. Well, now don't they have a lot of uh, stomach problems also? Uh, 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 irritable bowel syndrome, is that one of them, I wonder? Well, what's what's happening here is that the VA is not recognizing all of the symptoms that I think really can be uh, attributed to uh, herbicide poisoning. Uh, irritable bowel syndrome is one of them. Uh, when, you, when you talk with the, some of the veterans that do have uh, lymphomas and some of the cancers. Uh, uh, how did this start? Oh yeah, they had they had problem with lactose intolerance and they had problem with the uh, irritable bowel syndrome. And uh, oh by the way, a lot of them uh, didn't have a hair on the lower part of their legs uh, in a year or two of getting out of Vietnam. Uh, those kind of things probably can't be uh, the, totally uh, proven as, as medical, but uh, a great percentage of the veterans I've talked with that have filed for uh, Agent Orange exposure have those kind of problems. The, the dental problem is, is another one that's specific, seems to be specific to uh, fairly large doses of exposure, uh, the teeth just sort of start falling out. Um, yeah. And, and bone disease, uh, is, is that's, a, that's one possibility for that. Uh, bone disease, uh, arthritis, uh, different types of arthritis, rheumatism, and uh, the joint muscle diseases. Uh, seem to be pretty common with with uh, Vietnam veterans. Uh, is it related to herbicide exposure, or is it just because they worked too hard when they were in service? Well, you know I, that's uh, that's one they're never going to be able to put their finger on either. 
Well, uh, yeah, it depends on where they were stationed after they left that area or before they went to that area. Like I was with a a uh, veteran, of course. Now he's passed on, but he he was in Alaska, and he went from Alaska to Vietnam. Uh, but uh, he ended up uh, he had uh, kidney cancer, and then it got his liver and everything else. Finally, did him under. Yeah, well, once it starts spreading, that's that's about the end. But at this point, I don't think kidney cancer is on the list. I, I I don't know that for sure. I guess I don't have that list in front of me. I need to. Well, they didn't give him any trouble. Uh, uh, service connected him. I mean, I mean, right now he was at a hundred percent. So, I mean, right after he filed, they didn't get me in trouble. He was down in Florida, Gainesville, Florida. And uh, where he went there, they took excellent care of him. I mean, they did him right. Uh, but he was a combat veteran, so, you know, sometimes they treat them different. Now, Blue Water Navy veterans... Uh, they're not going to treat them that way. Well, there are uh, plenty of Blue Water Navy veterans that were uh, exchanged gunfire with the enemy forces. I, I think that uh, kind of amounts to in combat. But uh, well, that's I would not, think, yeah. not really neck that's not recognized uh, very well either. But. You know, if I was exchanging gunfire with them, uh, you know, how close were they to shore? They'd have to be pretty close to shore. Unless uh, within was, you know, a couple hundred uh, yards cannon. or within a hundred yards for sure, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're even now, when, that, when, that, when that happens, uh, the, you're supposed to be uh, awarded the... Uh, Combat action ribbon, uh, and that didn't yeah. happen in all cases. Now, uh, didn't they give some out to the combat Blue action ribbon? Oh, oh, yeah, uh, there were. Uh, uh, I, I think the, the Canberra was hit. Uh, a couple of cruisers were hit. Uh, and when that happens, and, and especially if there's injury on board, uh, it's pretty easy to end up with the combat action ribbon. But if you just exchanged gunfire and, and there wasn't anybody hurt or killed and all you had was a couple of pings in the in the bulkhead, um, that didn't always happen. Ah. Uh, now, I know uh, Stretch, uh, Mike Sasser, they... They he was on the Saratoga. He was on the aircraft carrier, but they they give him a uh, Vietnam uh, Service Medal. Uh, well, uh, the, the Vietnam Service Medal was given to everybody that was in the theater of combat. Uh, that's, oh, okay. that's a very large area that uh, stretched out maybe well fifty fifty to. 80 nautical miles from shore, and I think it, it varied. Uh, but it, it seemed that every time you entered that, you were eligible for the Vietnam Service Ribbon, and if you'd already been awarded that, then you were uh, eligible for a, one of those little campaign stars if you entered it during the period when that campaign was going on. Oh, I see. Okay. I didn't know how they did that exactly, but... Uh, well, when they when they originally drew up, when the VA originally drew up the uh, eligibility for the Agent Orange Act of '91, that's when they said, "Oh, okay, so if you got the Vietnam Service Ribbon, Service Medal, the VSM, uh, that was uh, what would make you eligible for the, the herbicide exposure," um, and that. Uh, 
that's what changed uh, in 2002 when they said, well, that's that's too broad of a uh, customer base, uh, so we're going to cut it down to having boots just boots on the ground, ground not, not yeah. just the Vietnam service ribbon. Well, they should have stayed with the Vietnam service ribbon, I think, but... Uh, maybe there were some ships far enough away that uh, uh, they're not any way they're going to try to service connect their veterans. Uh, it's going to well, be the ones that's going to have to be close up somewhere. Well, the way the House uh, wrote their bill, they, they did it within the territorial seas. And uh, the, uh, that's not that's not a distance from the shoreline. That's a distance from baseline, which is a, a one one method that a country can use to claim territorial seas. The baseline uh-huh. can stand out from shoreline, uh, and and the way that, that the Vietnamese uh, claim their territory uh, when they codified that in the probably the 1958 treaty was they said okay we've got uh, 12 miles from baseline uh, because what we want to do is we want to move that baseline around some of the outer islands that we're claiming as our possession Um, and that's that's the reason that that baseline isn't the same as shoreline all the way along the so they would have 12, 12 miles uh, uh, from the island, wouldn't they? Well, 12 miles from the baseline, wherever wherever that was drawn. And, yeah, they were, oh. there were several of the islands that were encapsulated in that 12-mile, uh, that or, yeah, that, that, that baseline area. And then from there, from the baseline, the territorial seas extend out 12 miles. Now, one of the things that uh, just historically, uh, when people were talking about uh, territorial seas, uh, they were simply saying, oh, hey, uh, 12 miles from shoreline. And that kind of got to be the, and they, uh, what I'm talking about is the senators and representatives that were talking about supporting the Blue Water Navy, they they would say, yeah, well, these guys were... uh, we're 12 miles from from shoreline, and uh, that that's not quite correct. It, it's 12 miles from baseline. Uh, I've got a uh, or had a really nice map drawn up on that on the uh, the uh, Blue Water Navy website that no longer exists with the new management, uh, but there's that's still that's still available. Uh. What did they do? Do away with the map that was on there? How would well, God know if the uh, ship was in a uh, uh, proper location for him to make a claim? Uh, now say that again, Daryl. Sorry. How would a veteran know if his ship was in a proper location to make a claim? Or what are they going to do? Just come out with a list of the ships and say. This ship, that ship, and whatever, you know. A, B, and C ships uh, are, uh, if you were on there, it's a possibility of exposure. Well, uh, as far as the ships being within the territorial seas, uh, we, we uh, a group of us in the original Blue Water Navy, went through uh, hundreds of the deck logs to read uh, which ship was where, our conclusion was every ship except the aircraft carriers were within the territorial seas uh, on every uh, on every deployment cruise that, that they that they made to the Western Pacific. Um, I think that's that's pretty easily ninety nine percent true. Uh, there may have been a maybe an oiler or something that stayed out on Yankee Station. But the the only ships that weren't 
within the territorial seas at all times were were the aircraft carriers and and some of them were within the territorial seas so as we went through the the uh, deck logs of all the carriers uh there's a there's a list put together that lets you know when a particular carrier was inside that 12 mile from baseline uh location uh they're they're uh the new Blue Water Navy site, uh, they're trying to link to some of the work that we did on that, uh, the original one, uh, uh-huh. with the uh, carrier reports. And uh, uh, it's, it's getting to be easier to look up uh, which carriers were within the territorial seas at which point in time. Um, there are about uh, uh, 50 occasions out of about 550 potential months uh, of the the 19 carriers that serve there, uh, and we've we've got that compiled uh, as the uh, carrier reports, and I think you can you can find that on the, the Blue Water Navy site. Uh, you can also find it on the, a website called OldBlueWater.com. Well, John, they're talking here uh, 70 to 90,000 veterans. Now, that would be a costly uh, undertaking, wouldn't it? If uh, I could see the VA's point of view where they they sure don't want to open that can of worms because uh, that's going to cost a, a lot of money. Well, that that's true. If if the that were if that were a valid number of how many potential claims they are going to get, uh, then it'd be kind of a scary one. But but there's some uh, adjustments that need to be made in in someone's head about what that seventy to ninety thousand really means. Um, there's there's a there's documentation from the Department of Defense that indicated there were 174,000 Blue Water Navy sailors uh, total uh, that were there in the theater of combat back in the 1960s and 1970s. Um, When they put together the list of ships that served in the brown water, or those, uh-huh. uh, a better way to say that is the ships that entered the territory of Vietnam by going up a river or up a canal, that took care of about 80,000 potential veterans. Now, they don't know whether those veterans are alive or dead. They don't know whether those veterans are sick or not, but just in the head count, Starting from the 174,000, uh, you end up you end up with about 90,000 that were not inside the territory of Vietnam, or in other words, not uh, brown water eligible. So those are the the pure blue water guys that were offshore, but those guys. Uh, that 90,000 is a head count of the ones that were in service between the 1962 and 1975. Now, how many of those are alive? Uh, probably about 50% at the most. And of that 50%, uh, how many of those guys are sick? And from our earlier research with the blue water guys there's there's about uh, 50% of those guys that that are very probably sick uh that that cuts it down to into the 20,000s um and then you got to ask the question okay so uh number 1 how many of those guys are even going to file a claim um and once they file the claim what's the percentage of those claims are even going to be uh, approved by the VA. Uh, the last time I was through the numbers, uh, 
it was well under 15,000 uh, and and actually close to about half of that that had a very strong possibility that the VA could even expect to get paperwork from them. So numbers can be played around and that, that 90,000 number has been thrown around and misunderstood uh, since the day I started being involved with this, which was almost 12 years ago. Well, uh, it's starting to look like that they're going to leave things the way they are. Uh, we'll see how this Senate does on this bill, if they table it or I guess they can call in the uh, Institute of Medicine, do a research. Uh, but at any rate, uh, it's, I feel like I'd be surprised now if it makes it through the Senate. We'll see. Uh, you know, there's just a few senators going against it uh, so far, but you know how that can go. That can change real quick. Uh, it can change very quick. Um, now, all they, in theory, all they need is is 51 in their favor. Um, yeah. To to support it, I, I'm. Senators are are pretty reluctant to pre uh, become a become a co-sponsor too early in a bill for various reasons, uh, but I think that they've got, I'm going to say there's 46 senators who have come out and said that, that they're going to support this, uh, so that's not, not that's just a handful short of, of what they need. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if it, it yeah. Can still you know, make it, yeah, 46, so they only need, uh, what, five more votes? more uh, I, I think they're I think they're there or at least they were there before the house bill created the the pay for as it exists right now and and that's yeah. the, the robbing Peter to pay Paul to, to rely on the veteran population to, to fund the benefits that other veterans are going to get and the the very sad part about this is uh, where else is the money going to come from? Uh, well, it seems to me if they can say that the veteran, uh, this veteran was exposed and he has these ailments and that's because of the exposure, the VA should pay him. It ain't where the money to come from. I, the VA squanders enough money off every year. They ought to be able to take care of it. Yeah, the, and the VA's uh, budget keeps getting bigger each year, and they keep saying they have less, less and less of it to pay for benefits. But uh, I think a little bit of somebody sitting on top of them to tell them where to write a check and where not to, that that's going to be really easy to save money at the VA. Uh, well, that's I agree. Yeah, they and need I, to be audited like every month or something. They need someone to crack the whip on them. Where's this money well, going? Good grief. Well, they, they're they not even able to answer that question on a yearly basis. So monthly, I think, would be uh, driving people crazy. Well, I'd drive them crazy and make them wish they'd better, you know... You just don't hand the guy a fistful of money and say, okay. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, uh, that's the reasonable that's way like to go about it. But reason and, uh, and politics and finance don't, don't seem to take the same boat. Yeah, they don't mix. But I uh, like your... Uh, your statement from the last time we talked, uh, you simply said, well, good grief, the government owns the printing machines. Why don't they just roll 
that out a couple of times. Yeah. And, I mean, what's uh, the big deal here? Yeah, what's the big deal? If somebody comes down with a with a disease that's called a presumptive, uh, then they actually don't have specific scientific medical evidence that they were ever exposed to herbicide. They just simply are in the group that gets to say they were uh, they have a presumptive disease. So to get hung up like this uh, last the hearing yesterday about uh, well you know we don't know if there's scientific evidence to prove if the Blue Water Navy was exposed or not. Well, if they come down with one of those diseases that are on the presumptive list, that's what the word presumptive means. You, you presume. Well, that they that's true, exposed. but they have to show a nexus. See, if they can't show a nexus, then they're you know they're out in the cold. Uh, well, you can't, no, they're not. If you if you uh, file for a presumptive disease, you don't need to show a nexus. You just need to show that you have the disease and that you were in the area uh, where this presumption is uh, is applied. Uh, all the well, VA did is they they shrunk that area. So so now the nexus has to show up for the blue water guys. Yeah, that was well, uh, that's true. Once, once they uh, decide on, okay, if you were on a ship within uh, these boundaries, uh, you were exposed. Once they say that, and then you have a presumptive, then you have your next mm-hmm. is already established. Already established, uh, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but unless they the... say that you were exposed, uh, you even if you have a presumptive, unless it's something like chloracne or one spinal bifida or, or you know, uh, well, that's children what have it. Yeah, that that's going to be limited to the children, but. But the, uh, yeah. the various leukemias and cancers, uh, if they're presumptive, uh, all you need to show is that you were in the area, and uh, at the, in the, during the time when that presumptive is is uh, you know a valid a valid claim. Yeah, uh, and then and you have to show that you currently have that disease. So unless this uh, gets approved. They're not going to have their nexus. They may have a uh, presumptive, but they have proved nexus. Uh, yeah, right. If, if they're not, if they're not given the presumption, uh, then you're right. If they have the disease, uh, it doesn't do them much good until they can prove what caused that disease, which is the nexus. Oh, and they're a stickler on that. Uh, well, that's that's the downfall of So uh, there's a lot of veterans. Uh, there, uh, I tell you, I feel sorry for them. I, uh, you know, it might make it through. We'll see. But we're going to know here before long. But uh, I think the thing that they have going against them the worst will be the payment method. Uh, A lot of people don't like that idea of taking money away from other veterans to pay veterans. That's a veteran tax, Gerald. Yeah, that'd be a new new sort of tax against veterans. Just on veterans, yeah. Veteran tax. Some way to tax tax your veterans' service-connected compensation. Boy, that's something new, ain't it? <laughs> I don't know. Well, they're afraid to set a president. I mentioned that in that letter. Uh, okay, here's a because they're worried about other you. groups coming through. See, we got the Blue Water Navy, we got the mm-hmm. uh, Gulf War vets, and then we have burn pit veterans. Uh, yeah. Uh, so we have several large groups of veterans here that. Uh, 
should they start beating on the door, they don't know, you know, uh, they don't know exactly what they're going to do. So, yeah, yeah they're going to have to come up with a, with a very creative uh, money source, right. and uh, and if they've tapped the uh, veterans that are buying houses, there, there probably isn't a, a good money source left. Uh, like you said, Here's a good, good scenario. Here's a good scenario, okay? Now, say, for example, that they go ahead and do this, and these veterans are recognized and given presumptive conditions such as, you know, their issues based on exposure to Agent Orange. What the government doesn't understand and what they're not looking at, and the Senate's not looking at it either, all them veterans automatically become NEMR class members, and there's already a federal court order on the federal circuit Right. For agent or exposure. That makes them class members. So it's going to come out of the, the Treasury anyways, not the veteran's pocket. Because it's already been decided by court order. Well, that's for, yeah, that. but John, that's, that's for the back pay. That takes them back to their mm-hmm. first date of filing. Yeah. Uh, the, money that, the money that they're talking about is what's, their, what's our cost moving forward from this point uh, to pay for uh, veterans that will file, and they're not taking into account the the past uh, due money. That that's not that well. At least that's not in the report that the Congressional Budget Office put out. But you're right. But because of the Nemer Act, uh, they have to go back to the first date of filing uh, for that veteran. In a lot of cases, the uh, the widows may win some of those claims too. Well, this is quite an issue, really, uh, and it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. I have a feeling right now that's not too good. Uh, but like you said, they have 46 co-sponsors. However, uh, some of those could actually change their mind at the last minute, couldn't they, John? Oh, well, you know, sure they could, yeah. Uh, and especially if they've got some issue with the way that they've put together this pay package where they're tapping into the uh, VA home loan system. You're right. Well, it sounds like that's one of the major issues. Um I don't know. Of course, that was my one of my main issues. It got me excited. I mean, they mentioned two or three dollars a piece, uh, but we know how that can change considerably. Uh, uh, especially when we know that there are large groups coming up with, with their hands out. Yes. Yeah, that's two or three dollars per hundred, Jill. Huh? Oh, two or three dollars per hundred. Oh, yeah. Because you got a hundred thousand dollar house, what you got to pay? No, that's going to hurt. Of course, now they did say that veterans that are one hundred percent or service connected a certain percentage that they they will be exempt from that. Do y'all see that anywhere? Yeah, that was the hundred. It was hundred uh, percent. But if you're ninety, mm-hmm. you're still uh, you're still going to pay that if you're buying a house. But if you're, yeah, if you're ninety, and uh, I tell you, I feel sorry for everybody's ninety percent. You know, let's try you. I mean, you got to have eleven more ten percent just to even get over the ninety-five mark. Yeah, that's that's that wonderful mathematics that the VA put together. Oh, would you love it? Yeah, I think that's uh, what they call that common core. <laughs> Common Core gets that bad. I bet that guy still gets a fat bonus every year. Yeah, right. (laughs) Whoever dreamed that thing up. I think the Blue Water Net vets need to be compensated. I think the VA needs to come up digging their pockets and print some money and pay these guys. They're responsible for taking care of veterans, not the veterans. I uh, well, I agree. I think the VA should pay the Blue Water Navy, uh, the yeah. ones that's got the presumptives. 
and they need to recognize that if they do have the presumptives, how can they argue? Uh, they were in the area. The possibility, I mean, it's uh, it's almost without a doubt. How can they argue the fact that they weren't exposed? Well, the, the, the big, kick, big kicker on that is uh, okay. So they've got uh, one or one or more of the fourteen diseases. How else could they have got that? Uh, yeah. that, that exactly parodies what the guys with their boots on ground got. Uh, they got them from herbicide if they had boots on ground. If you didn't have boots on ground, but you've got the exact same diseases, uh, where the heck did that come from? Yeah. Do you play ball or do you do anything? Seems like over the last 20 years they've made a really quick effort to start tearing these ships apart and sinking them and uh, getting rid of them so they guess they get rid of the evidence so they won't come back on them. Uh, that, that may be that they did do that, and that may be a reason mm-hmm. uh, behind that. One, yep. one will never know. They're all at the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, or in razor blades and Toyotas and Fords and Gerald Chevrolet. <laughs> yeah, in his wheelchair. <laughs> oh my! Well. Yeah. Uh, well, once again, we, we didn't solve anything. Yeah, we never saw uh, it. Uh, how how soon are they going to uh, do their voting, or they have a certain amount of time to talk about this? That's something that was. Uh, going to be up to Johnny Isaacson, and the way that I heard him say it was, uh, well, sometime in the future, and some of, them, some of it in the near future, these bills will be coming up for uh, for markup, and uh, so he was pretty vague about the whole thing. When they get back uh-huh. to read this. They've got all the tree tests right now, Drew. They're out, they're out campaigning. Yeah. Well, some of them shouldn't waste their time. Some of that campaign, some of them giving them Pete Trump speeches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Yes, the Blue Water Navy's, uh, something needs to be done uh, for these veterans. I don't know if this is the right approach. Anyway, I was thinking it wasn't. Uh, if they have the presumptives, uh, take care of them. That's the clean, easy way to do it. But uh, unfortunately, that's called common sense. Huh? Yes, I know what you're saying. Uh, I don't know what... You know, it's it just so unfair, unjust. Uh, you got a group of veterans here. Now, I don't know percentage-wise what percentage of the Blue Water Navy veterans uh, are sick. I mean, you know, they have ailments that can be associated with Agent Orange. But uh, for them to keep carrying on, it must be a large group. Do you have any numbers, John? That have well, we were in? we were seeing numbers that were close to fifty percent of of any living Blue Water Navy veteran probably had at least one of the uh, presumptive diseases. Uh, then the question is, well, how many how many are really alive? Well, I'm certain there's not 90,000. It's very, very much closer to 50 or 60. Yeah. Well, so, so about, if about you half take of 50 those, percent, probably. so there's 30,000 veterans probably got claims in. 
Or probably well, more than that, uh, because of the ones that's passed on. You'd be surprised of how many of the Blue Water Navy veterans haven't ever heard of this problem at all. Uh, they're just, uh, like like most Vietnam veterans, they've put their head in the sand and, and avoided anything to do with the, the VA. Um and never, never even guessed that the problems they have can be service-related back 40 years ago. Yes, I think you're right there. Oh, we're out of time, John. Doggone it. I'm sitting here. Uh, yeah, well, I thank you for coming on, and we'll keep an eye on this bill. Uh, I'm curious to see how it ends up. Uh, so I guess we'll just sign off for now. It's time for the Hadit.com radio show. You've been listening to the Hadit.com blog talk radio show, sponsored by Hadit.com. All opinions expressed here are the opinions of the individuals appearing on the show and are not the opinions of Hadit.com or Blog Talk Radio. Tune in next time for another edition of Hadit.com Blog Talk Radio and the Ask Bachelor Show.